So welcome with us this evening. Um, I want to share, this evening is not going to be the normal service that we usually do. We're going to have a time of worship of song. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a short devotion with us that I hope would help just to direct our hearts as we, as we spend the time in worship this evening. But before I do that, I just want us to share with you guys as well. I've been meeting with a number of folk over the last um, few weeks and months and some of the things that they've shared with me has alerted me to the fact that there are some concerns amongst, amongst us at evening. And so there have been some questions that have come out of this season. Um, and some of those questions are really difficult questions to deal with. And so we thought that we would have something like a group where we'd come together and we'd have a time of just of discussion time of talking about some of those difficult issues, um, a time of prayer about those difficult issues, and we'll see where, where that would go. So if you would be interested in that, it would be probably wouldn't meet very regularly because it's quite a busy time of year, but if you would be interested in that, um, you can speak to myself or you can speak to Andrea and then we'll let you know when we'll, when we'll have our first meeting. So what we do in that group is we would really rely on you to tell us what those questions and issues would be. It would really need to be from you so that we can get as much value out of it as possible. So bear that in mind. So I want to share with you from um, the book of Ezekiel, just for five minutes. Um, as you know, we've just done a series on, um, on exile, which is a very prominent theme in Scripture. And so I thought we could just look at Ezekiel, at look at some of the context and the background to this prophet Ezekiel. Ezekiel, the book, I must admit, is a very heavy read. There are some sections where you get completely lost, where you get confused. Um, it kind of seems boring and drab, admittedly, at some times. But I think there's still a lot that we can learn from the prophet Ezekiel especially in the light of what we had looked at over the last few weeks. So I want to read just the first three verses of chapter 1. And this is what it says. In the 30th year, in the fourth month, on the fifth day of the month, as I was among the exiles by the Shabar Canal, the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God. On the fifth day of the month, the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, in the land of the Chaldeans by the Shebar Canal, and the hand of the Lord was upon him there. So what's interesting about this is that this was written five years after the exile actually took place. So it was five years after the Babylonians came into Jerusalem. They conquered the people in Jerusalem, and they took the first lot of exiles from Jerusalem back to Babylon. They didn't destroy the city, but what they did do was take a lot of the prominent people in Jerusalem. So they would have taken anybody who would have been able to add to their own empire. So they would have taken people who were wealthy, 
They would have taken people who were educated engineers, people who were able to add to their economy. And the prophet Ezekiel was one of those people. He was one of those people who was taken back in that first lot of exiles. So it starts out here that Ezekiel, he's sitting by this, this canal called um, the Shabar Canal, and he's sitting there, and it says that it was in the 30th year. The 30th year was his age. Ezekiel would have been 30 years old. Now, what's significant about that particular age is that in the light of him having been there for five years, because it would have been, he would have been 25 years old when the exile first happened. So he's sitting there, he's 30 years old. But Ezekiel was going to become a priest in the temple in Jerusalem. But what happened was he was taken when he was 25 years old. Now, in Jewish tradition, a, a young man could only become a priest when he was 30 years old. And so Ezekiel was sitting there along this canal, thinking to himself, and in all probability, just considering the loss that he had suffered, in that he had, up until the age of 25, had been preparing himself to take up his position as a priest in the temple. But then as it came close to that time when he would have been installed as a priest in the temple, the exile happened. And so he would have, in all probability, been sitting there with all these things running through his mind. He's 30 years old. He would have now been installed as a priest. And he's thinking about all of these things. And he's thinking, no doubt, um, what if I had not been interrupted? I had this expectation of what God would do in me and through me if I had continued to be a priest in Jerusalem, if that could have happened, if the exile hadn't happened. So he would have no doubt have been sitting there with all of these things going through his mind. And while he's sitting there, all of a sudden he gets a vision. And it's described, and much of chapter 1 describes this vision that the prophet has while he's sitting there next to the canal with the Shabar refugee camp probably in the background. So he's sitting there and this vision happens and it's quite an astonishing vision. Um, I, I'm not going to read it now, but it's quite interesting. There are some scholars who think that he actually may have had a seizure while he was having this vision, which would have explained the bright light. Some thought that he, he might have gone into a trance. And then there are other people who actually thought that Ezekiel saw a UFO. And if you read it, it sounds like some of the things that are being described may fit the bill of something that might look like a UFO. But at the end of chapter 1, Ezekiel says that what he actually saw was the manifestation of the glory of God. But what's, what's significant about that in Jewish thought is that Jewish people thought and they believed that the presence of God lived only in one place. And to them, they believed that that one place that the presence of God dwelled was above the Ark of the Covenant in the temple back in Jerusalem. And so Ezekiel, he's sitting here, he's got all these things going through his mind, and here's this vision that he sees, 
and he recognizes it as the glory of the Lord present here with him. But then he's confused, I must be sure that he might have thought to himself, but why is God's presence here in Babylon with us who are in exile? And I'll stop there. But there's some encouragement that I think that we can take from that. I think first of all, perhaps, when I consider what this year has been like, and this year isn't even over yet, and, and a lot of people are saying that there are harder and tougher times, weeks and months that lie ahead of us. But if we find ourselves in a space where we are lamenting things that we have lost up until this point in this year, or perhaps you find yourself wondering, is the glory of the Lord still with us today, here, amidst all of everything that's going on now? I think we can take courage from the fact of the principle that Ezekiel communicates to us here, that the glory of the Lord remains with us, and it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what your circumstances are. Ezekiel was in exile. Ezekiel's expectations for his life were not met. Ezekiel wondered where or why the glory of the Lord was there. Let me encourage you with that fact. The glory of the Lord is with us, and he is with you even now during this difficult time. So I'm going to pray, and then I'm going to hand over to Josh and the team. They're going to come up, and they're going to lead us in song. So let's pray while they come up. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for another day that we could draw breath, that we could experience your glory, that we could experience your majesty, that we could experience your presence with us. We thank you, Lord, that when we wonder where you are, your word reminds us that you never leave us nor forsake us. And Father, as we come before your throne this evening, as we sing songs of worship, as we long to see you high and lifted up, we ask that your Holy Spirit would meet with us here. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.